listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Now, on Tuesday, a lot of people got mad about this because they've had similar experiences. Okay. I just wanted to update you on my my airline experience. And again, I won't say which airline it was, but I thought they've acted in a very un-American way. I really do. Yeah, as an American, you should probably have been treated better than that by the no airline. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, so it makes sense. You know, I went to check in for our flights on Thursday, and I found that we had been bumped from row 19 all the way to the back of the plane at row 36. Yeah, because what they did was they changed the plane. Basically, they, they, they had to make a plane change, and apparently Mark's seat was now considered premium seating. Yeah. So they hit him with a surcharge, and if he wanted to sit in that seat, they'd hit him with a surcharge, or they just move him to the back of the plane. Apparently, when you buy a plane seat, it's not really the seat you bought. Right. You're just on the plane. You're just on the plane. So yeah. I don't understand why you would have to reserve seating if, in fact, the seat you've reserved isn't your seat if the airline decides it's not yours. So without going into the whole reason, I needed to be kind of in the middle of the plane. I couldn't be at the back right? because of the luggage situation. So right, sure. I, I was like, well, you, you bumped me out of my seats. And they're like, yeah, those are premiums. So if you want to get back into them, it's now $35 extra for each of you. So that's 70 bucks. So it was blackmail. You, you yeah. It was total blackmail. Absolutely. But, but I had extortion to pay is what it is. I had to pay it. Travel so extortion. I did the whole complaint thing. You know, I went through the 40 fields of information you have to fill in before you get to actually write out what the complaint is online. Okay. Right. I did all that. And, and I, on Wednesday, or excuse me, uh, yeah, early Wednesday, I got the news that I had gotten, I was going to get a refund. I was called, and the woman told me, we're going to refund the cost of your seats. Oh, excellent. And as a gesture of goodwill, we're going to put 5,000 miles into each of your accounts. So you got 5,000 miles to and use a towards another flight. And a refund. Yeah. I thought that, that was awesome. That is outstanding. That's good fantastic. for you. fantastic. I get All the right, miles. All right. Yeah. Score one for the little guy. Now, that's <clears throat> that was a very American thing to do, I, I thought. It seemed like it felt like this is America. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, and so you I'm could like, be a proud American yeah. when you get that kind of a deal. I get the flights refunded? Sure, you get the flights refunded. I get my refunded. money back yes. and extra miles? That sounds like complete customer satisfaction, an American thing to do. Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. But then. Congratulations. Yesterday, I got an email following up on it. Okay. And I found that I wasn't getting a full refund. No? I was only getting the $35 back. Now, it's true. I still get the 5,000 miles in each of our accounts, my wife's and mine. But you know what? Those miles are a pain in the neck to use. It's like one of those discount coupons you get for the movies, but you can't go on the weekend. So when everybody goes to the movies, so they refunded you seventy bucks and they gave yep. you Sky Miles for an airline that you're less likely to use based upon their big pain in the ass. Exactly for the travel thing. When it was all over, yeah. I really wasn't feeling so American. No, but you know what? In this situation, you don't get much. I'll take the money and run. I would say, yep. yeah, run with that. It's time for the Mark and Andrew Paul Dumbass of the Day at 738. Yeah, sponsored as always by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Gotta tell you, nothing worse than not being able to sleep at night, right? Very frustrating. Are you sure there's nothing worse than well, that? Well, there's a few things. Worse. Okay, I was sure. gonna say, yeah. But, uh, you know, when your sleeplessness is caused by bed bugs, oh, that, that adds oh, a whole level of oh. nasty. It's so I just, nasty. I just got Iggy right there. Yeah. Right there. Do you ever do that when oh. somebody talks yeah. about, they talk about you get that chill down your back, the hairs in the back, get, well, yeah. not your hair. 
much, but the hairs on the back of your, oh, maybe the hairs on your back go up. I'm not sure. Okay, stop. All right. Uh, so there's nothing worse than that. Bed bugs? Come on. Oh, disgusting. And that's what yeah. happened in Coleraine Township, Ohio, a couple of Fridays ago. O-H-I-U. Yep. A homeowner decided to take care of a nasty bed bug problem at 2 a.m. So obviously this was a do-it-yourself project. I was going to say, well, well yeah. here's the thing. I think when you're made aware of certain things, like if, you, if you're made aware that you have bed bugs at like 1030 at night, you can't really wait till next morning when the Orkin Man shows up. No. Like you, you want to try and take no. care of it immediately. No. So, I, you know, you, you sleep on it, no pun intended, for a little bit. <laughs> and then you say, oh, I can't deal with this. i right. got to take care. So it's 2 a.m. I imagine it's an instant response thing. Yeah, and there's really only one way to take care of bed bugs that makes sense when it's 2 a.m. And that is with Flamethrower. spraying them with rubbing alcohol. Oh. Yep. That works? Yeah, I suppose so. You, now, you could pour the rubbing alcohol on, but you don't, you don't get the coverage that you get that you get from a spray bottle. Right. So, yeah. really, a spray bottle get is that the best mister. You get go. that yep. mister out there. You empty out the exactly. Windex, you throw some rubbing alcohol, and yep. you're good. Yep. yep. Right. And, uh, you know, once you've done all that, you spray it all over the bed and all mm-hmm. over the room to eliminate the bed bugs. Yeah, that kills everything. What you want to do is stand back and just kind of admire your work. Why not have a cigarette? The best way to enjoy the admiration of that work is with a nice, relaxing smoke. Yeah, I thought it so. Yeah. yeah. That seemed like the right way to go. Yep, 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 in a room full of rubbing alcohol mist. Now, yeah. what could possibly go wrong <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah, well, cue the big boom. Yes. That's what happens. There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. <laughs> and there was. Yeah. Firefighters were able to douse the blaze a while later. The homeowner's recovering, but he'll never recover from being the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Matthias from the Scorpions. That was a beautiful story you just told. KSLX. It's okay to rock, but do it quietly if you're in the library. Yes, you're very very quiet. And we bring up libraries. Yes. Because the city of Phoenix is is doing away with fees for overdue books. Well, I'm sure. What do you suppose the amount of income generated from overdue library books is in relation to the cost for trying to collect the fees for overdue library. There's I mean, the ROI on that is probably pretty, it's probably small, pretty negative. I think I remember when I was a kid. I believe if you were a day, it was a nickel a day. I believe a day, nickel I a day. So, think it, was so. A, it was a quarter a week or thirty cents a week. Or whatever yeah, it was. yeah. Well, you know, like 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 this woman. She right. was she was once fined for an overdue library book. Not more than thirty cents, probably. Yeah, thirty right. cents. Yeah, thirty cents. Yeah, she learned her lesson. Big time. Well, you hit somebody in the wallet like that, mm-hmm. and they tend to they tend to comply with the rules immediately. That's why you have to have rules; otherwise, you have anarchy, chaos. Yeah, listen, exactly. I, I may be out here on the island by myself, but let me know. It's four eight zero four seven OKSLX. But I actually think you should have the late fee. It's one of the first when I was a kid. It's one of the first rules that I remember outside my home. You know, of course, we had rules in the house, of course, right? But when you go outside into the real world. You find out that there are rules all over the place. And that was a simple one to follow. If you can't follow that, what can you do? Well, I guess now would be a good time to confess. Uh, I gifted you a book a little while ago um, because, as we have acknowledged several different times, uh, at being wrestling nerds, I have the Sports Illustrated Encyclopedia of Sports. And one of the volumes right. is Indoor Sports. And in there is like the history of track and field and stuff, but there's a history of professional wrestling. If you go back and look at that book, if you open up the the, it was the front a library page, book, it's a, a property of the Broadmeadows Junior <laughs> High School in uh, in Quincy, Massachusetts. You gave me stolen property, you, yes, and now you are in possession of it. So I'm going I'm going to contact the library and let them know that the late fees are now going to be attributed to you. 
Wow. No, I'm going to call them and tell them exactly what happened. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Now, see, now you're a library rat, and there's nothing lower than a library rat. <laughs> look, we had the, look, the library is kind of the honor system. Think it about is. that for I mean, I can't tell you the last time I was in a library was probably like four years ago. I had to go uh, to the library in Tempe because that's where you get your sticker for your recreational vehicles, like mm-hmm. I, a kayak that my ex-wife took in the divorce. Um, nice. that, it has a nice sticker on it from the Tempe, right. Tempe library. That's the last time I was in a library. It was like four years ago. Okay. But think about it. That's the first honor system that's ever been set up. You get to, to get to check out a book, they just, uh, you know, right. they, they fill out a little card. You take the book home. You can read it. I think you used to be able to take it home for two weeks. I think it was two weeks was right. the period. Yeah. And then after two weeks, if you can't read a book in two weeks, you um, bring it back. You got to bring it back. Or and you recheck it out. You got to bring you, it back. Exactly. They restamp it, and then they renew the two weeks. So it's like a two-week lease. Unless somebody. It was your first credit like unless application. Some, yeah, unless somebody has reserved it, then you can't check it out again. Then you got to wait. Right, right? yeah. So, yeah, so that, was your, that was your first credit. You, it was the you, first credit that was extended listen, to you. You saw what happened in our kitchen when they did the snack system on an honor system. It was chaos. We had to go to vending machines because nobody would be honest. What's next? A parking lot without painted lines? I don't well, think that, so. That, that's just anarchy. Now you're just exactly. talking. Now you're talking crazy. So you're I just talking crazy. crazy right now. Tell me if I'm crazy, but uh, you're talking crazy. I think you should have the late fee. Look what happened to Blockbuster. They took away late fees. They went out of business. Well, I don't think there were any other factors that drove them out of business. Just that. Yes. Well, <laughs> going to the library later on this afternoon. I'm not going to the library later on this afternoon. <laughs> that's not happening. We were just talking about libraries. What's a library again? No. It's this building that Come has books now. in it. And, that's you know, not important right now. The Phoenix Public Library, uh, they're, they're at all their branches, they're doing away with late fees, which I, I say, you know, that's actually a pretty handy rule for teaching kids that, you, you know, you can't just take stuff. you got to bring it back. There are rules to follow, but... It was your first. It was your first credit application. You got to yeah. take the book for two weeks, and then yeah. if uh, if uh, you didn't bring the book back, they charged you. I mean, let's face it; it was a nominal late fee. But to a kid, a nickel a day was a lot of money. It was twenty eight yeah. cents a week. And whether next kids thing you know, even, if, if you yeah. if you hung on to it for for a month, that was a dollar. It wasn't really the money; it was the fact that you had to go to your parents and ask for the money. That's right. You know, then you would get yeah. ratted out. I actually. Uh it's funny. I remember this is this goes back at my reunion. I walked up to some girl and she goes, uh, hey, how you doing? we're talking. I'm like, so what are you doing now, Colleen? She goes, I am the business director for the Baldwin Public Library. It's a very big job. <laughs> and she's got a big grin on her I'm face. Sure she was know, being so, facetious when yeah, she said that. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, actually, it's really convenient because it's two minutes from my house. Right. That's but usually what happens at the Baldwin Public Library. I remember getting a book out. On Willie Mays, because he was my favorite player when I first started watching baseball. Right. You know, even though he's from the San Francisco Giants. But read the biography, you know, it was like 45 pages long or something like that. And then at the end of it, it said, best wishes, Willie Mays. And it was an autograph, but it was obviously printed in the book. It was a stamp. Right. And I was like, oh, Willie Mays' autograph. And I cut it out with scissors. I was like, oh, I got boy. Willie Mays' autograph you've now. De- you've defaced a book that doesn't belong yeah. to you. Then all oh. of a sudden I realized, oh, my God, they're going to catch me. And I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> so I came clean to my mom. Right. And my mother was like, okay, this is pretty easy. And she got out some scotch tape and she put it back in place. She goes, that's it. That's No, no, that's not it. That, that, was, that, it. Was, that was beyond dishonest. You guys you guys mutilated a book. <laughs> you mutilated a book. Mutilated then, is a strong word. Is it normal? Is it, could it be repaired? It can't be repaired. It's paper. I mean, yeah, you can put tape on it, but it's, you've ruined that book. You're the, you're the guy who stole... Right. book from the other library. It's intact, isn't it? <laughs> 
Right? So you're saying stealing is not as bad as defacing? Is that what you're saying? No, because the book, maybe the book just went missing. Now you've ruined that book for generations after you. Maybe we can live without libraries, people like you and me. Maybe. Sure, we're too old to change the world. But what about that kid sitting down, opening a book right now in a branch of the local library and finding drawings of peepees and wee-wees? I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So, yeah. you really shouldn't do that, Mark. It, it's, you know, it, it's interesting when you talk about libraries. What's a library again? Well, it's oh, a come building on. that has books in it. In you know what? If you'd visited now. one once in a while, you wouldn't ask that question. Right. That's why That's why we have ignorance in this country. Because people right. don't go to the library. I say I'm going to got... go to the library right after the show today. No, you are not. I'm not going to the library after the show today. Yeah, we're gonna get. Uh, we're supposed to be getting a call from uh, David Lee Roth at some point. So, just to, just to let you know, they've, yeah. they've, they've they've reached out to tell us that David Lee Roth is playing up in Vegas, and he's gonna, I guess, give us a call and and do his uh, his PT Barnum Huckster pitch. Exactly, should be great. Yeah, yeah. We haven't heard, we haven't heard from David in a long time. Be nice if there were a train from here to Vegas. You can Ooh, hop on. that'd right? be good. Like yeah. like an Amtrak deal. Yeah, something like that. Maybe there is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was on the train this weekend. It's been years since I rode the Long Island Railroad. Yeah, okay, that's where yeah. that's the way all the Long Island commuters get into the city. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because as you as you ride along on this thing, it makes stops every few minutes, and you know it's constantly doing that. And there's a conductor on there making announcements. Which, I, by the way, that, that the idea that there's a live conductor versus the recorded thing now, and you could never, you you can't understand what he's saying. You know, it's always it's too low. He talks too fast. He mumbles. Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, but it's a union job, so he's never getting fired. Exactly. Right. So it's like you know, uh, next stop Jamaica, transfer to L Station for Kew Gardens, transfer to the H train for Hillsborough. You, you can't understand anything because he's rambling through it. And it's been a while since you've heard that accent. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to you have to decipher that as well. But there's one pre-recorded announcement that they kept running over and over again that is perfectly loud, perfectly clear, and you can hear it. Without any problem. Right. That announcement is, please remember to step over the gap when exiting the train onto the platform. Wait, you're supposed to step over the gap? Yeah. Who Didn't knew? You know that? Who knew you were supposed to step like, over the gap? That's instead of the confusing directions, because all the trains are labeled something that right, doesn't sure. make any sense. And right. um, instead of making those directions clear, the one they make sure you get is the one that says, Step over the gap between the train and the platform when exiting the train. Well, you know why that's the case. It's because some jackass fell between. Yeah. And by the way, how the hell do you fit between? Like there used That'd to be, be a time small. when they built those those subway platforms where if you dropped your car keys, that was maybe the biggest hole you could you could right. slide through. Right. So how do you not like when I when I used to take the MBTA <laughs> in Boston, um, you know, yeah. the, the, the gap, so to speak. Between the train and the and the subway platform was minimal at best. All they would say is, you know, Washington Street Station, watch your step. Watch your watch step. your step should be enough. Probably Look wasn't, down, watch yeah. your step. Not specific enough. Probably wasn't specific enough. Not specific Somebody enough. Somebody probably sued because they were like, what do I watch? I don't understand. I <laughs> fell. I got run over by a train. I was supposed to watch my step, yeah. but nobody, it didn't say, look, if you want me to behave in a certain way, you got to support me. Listen, anybody who doesn't know to watch their step and the gap and everything, do, yeah. we, do we need them? No, it's natural selection. So, uh, so we have David Lee Roth on the phone, and uh, and the unfortunate part about it is he can't stick around. He couldn't stick around. So we're talking to him uh, behind the scenes while the music is playing. That's why we haven't you haven't heard from us in a little while. Right. And David Lee Roth actually gave us 
something that I'm not sure he was intending to give us during the course of the conversation. Let's just roll what we have here. I'm just going to give you a little a little taste of it, and then tomorrow we'll give you everything that he gave us. Yeah, he's doing a residency in Vegas, by the way, right. which is why he's doing the uh, the round of interviews, playing the House of Blues at right. Mandalay Bay in Vegas. And the unfortunate part is, because he's so rigidly timed, he didn't have time to stick around until 10 past 9 right. to go on the air with us. So we, we just kind of basically taped everything for him. But this is interesting because Dave was listening to the radio station and is kind of a fan of the music and then went into an area he got real comfortable talking to us. It was that Joe Walsh that I just heard in there. It, we spent how many years as kids trying to imitate that? Spam the last year. <laughs> how many times do you guys change it when you go... Couldn't get much higher. No, no, we have no problem with that reference, Dave. Still None whatsoever. That. that is the that is the best syllable ever. Higher. Hey, Dave. And you know every single syllable, every moment of that music, just like you know mine. Yes, there was a segue. Talk exactly. To what about you guys? You got record collections? We have fantastic record collections. Yeah. Mine consists of a lot of stuff from your uh, your catalog, including the solo and the Van Halen material. Which, by the way. I think is something you're going to be drawing from as you go up to the uh, House of Blues in Vegas on January and March as you do your residency up there. Here's a question. You played Vegas way back before it was uh, sort of a, a cap, uh, you know, in vogue thing to do. This isn't going to be a Mambo Slammers type deal. This is a full-on rock show? <laughs> no. Oh, you bet it is. And I take it very seriously. I'm the face of Van Halen from this point on, most likely. I'm not sure what's happening with Ed, but he's probably not going to answer the bell this time and it's not my place to guess but uh we've been in touch the fellows who i'm working with in terms of my road crew and the amps come from van halen and uh, i got some 25 year olds who we carry the torch here and we take it very seriously name of my uh, corporation is laugh to win and it's got nothing to do with birthday cups now are you implying that that edward is is in dealing with some health issues I hear all the same rumors that you do. And okay. It's not my place to guess. All right, all right. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I've canceled tourists here. And what you're expecting is some of the most familiar classic rock of the entire playlist. I have 20, 25 songs that if you go ahead and play a game when you hang up, you'll be astonished. I was. I thought, all right, you really got me, Jamie, dance. And they kept going and going and going. And it's pretty rare in this genre of music that this kind of quest that you have that much that is is instantly familiar it's universal and if you couple that kind of a song list with my christ-like humility then you've got yourself one (laughs) walloping weekend i am las vegas i include rock and roll but it's i include rodeo i include hip-hop i include gambling i include midnight when everybody becomes guilty I include various states of, I don't know, let's go to the all-you-can-eat buffet for breakfast, and, and, and. Well, we appreciate you taking time out for us. It's the House of Blues, January 8th, 10th, and 11th, March 18th, 20th, 21st, 25th, 27th, and 28th. It's sort of a broken-up residency. Diamond David Lee Roth rocks Vegas, and we appreciate you taking time out for Mark and Interpol this morning. Thank you, David. Hey, I'll see you in uh, Sin City. See you there. Sounds great. 
Did so, you hear what David Lee Roth just yeah, told us? A little bit of David Lee Roth there with his residency. But that was some interesting stuff saying, I am likely the face of Van Halen moving forward. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. It, Something it, to that effect. And, and the, the phrase, it doesn't look like Edward is going to answer the bell this time, is, I would say, a world exclusive with Mark and Neanderthal. David Lee Roth just admitted what the rumors have been. Well, he certainly implied or He certainly implied yeah. it. He certainly uh, acknowledged that we've all heard the same things, and he has no reason to refute them. That is Eddie what Van I Halen heard there. is not doing that well. That Edward Van yeah. Halen is dealing with some health issues, and the quote was, it doesn't look like he's going to answer the bell this time. Huh. That is, that is... I would call that a scoop. Yeah, unless, I mean, just playing devil's advocate, unless he meant that, you know, for whatever reason, he just doesn't feel like touring this time or something like that. But it does sound a little bit more serious than that. Yeah, it, yeah. it does sound like that way. So, again, we don't, it, obviously, if that is the case, then we wish nothing but the best of health to Edward yeah, of Van course, Halen. Yeah. That would be one, uh, that would be a big loss. But that was something that I did not expect to get. And we'll give you some more of yeah. David Lee Roth tomorrow during the show. Yeah, we'll definitely give some more clips tomorrow, you know, probably after 8.30 tomorrow. So if you're listening around this time, you'll have a time to tune in tomorrow. All right, there you go. That's kind of a Mark and Neanderthal exclusive. Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.